Hi guys, Christian here, back with another episode of Persist Until Something Happens. And today we're going to discuss a topic that often can prove to be quite counterproductive. You know, the terrible cliche of doing what you love. A lot of people are trying to find their passion or, you know, invent it somehow. And uh, here's the thing. We often, we already have these weird expectations and we want success and we want fulfillment and we want the respect and admiration of other people and we want to feel like we're doing meaningful work but to expect to love something and to do it over and over again no matter what and to just feel this deep sense of fulfillment and happiness over and over again on a continuous basis it's it's wrong and you're gonna set yourself up for failure it's as simple as that because the trick is not to do what you love the thing is that you you can love to do a lot of things and you can learn to love something that you do the trick is to become so good that you get all those perks that i talked about earlier you know you, you get a respect of people you become so good they can't ignore you and you have to be willing to pay the price for that that's what really matters you're not you're not supposed to to do what you love you're not supposed to love what you do you're just supposed to become so good at something that your work becomes meaningful that it you derive more than just pleasure because pleasure is fickle and anyone who ever lived a life of hedonism you know Carpe diem, seize the day, so to speak, can attest to that. You know, you know what's the maximum or what's what's the highest level of pleasure that you can derive? It's pain. Like if if you you become so overstimulated that the only way you can derive more pleasure from an activity is when it becomes painful. So, you know that's the the trick and that's what what you you're supposed to do because pleasure you know you, you and you, you notice this because a lot of people uh, who are in the ple- pleasure seeking business and they want happiness and joy and you know all that stuff they often now you're good and then you're not now you you find enjoyment in the activity that you're doing and now you're not and they are wildly inconsistent and they're quite unhappy. This is one of the pathways to depression and anxiety. You know, you, you're expecting things to be perfect and you, you want pleasure. And pleasure, like I said, is quite fragile and inconsistent, the same way inspiration is. And they, they're closely related. So my advice is this, if you, if you want to do something, don't expect to love it, but rather expect and work to reach mastery and to, to reach a certain level of uh, progress. I'm not, I, I don't want to say uh, perfection, but you have to reach the highest level possible so you can, you know, derive all sorts of other perks and meaning and you, you have the respect and admiration and quite frankly, uh, an income and that's pretty much it and then it becomes a lot more enjoyable as an activity of course but at the same time you also have to understand that passion literally means to suffer 
it literally comes from a Latin word that means to suffer. And if you want to follow your passion, if you want to to build upon it, you have to be willing to suffer. That means that there will be countless moments of doubt and frustration and countless moments when, when you will hate doing the work, but you'll do it regardless because your goal is not to enjoy the work that you do, but your goal is to become so good at the work that you do that you can derive more than just pleasure. Because a lot of people can derive pleasure, you know. You don't have to be good at writing to enjoy telling stories and writing stories. I I was enjoying writing stories when I was 14 years old and I'd write rubbish stories and no one would read them and, and I enjoyed myself and I enjoyed writing them. I didn't enjoy writing them at the same level I'm enjoying writing today. But at the same time, I wasn't as consistent because I'd only write about ideas that truly inspired me and I'd write when I really felt like it and most of the times I didn't feel like it because most of the times you won't feel like doing pretty much anything actually so that's the idea you know people often uh, say that they're lucky because they found their passion and they pursued their passion they're not lucky they just somehow stumble upon the mindset necessary to become good at something and they developed the habit and they worked at a certain skill until it became meaningful and until it became an integral part of who they are and it defined their uh, identity so that's one of the things that you have to consider because you could become really good at something you could develop a passion out of anything at all you can pretty much you, you could choose, choose something at random and you'd become better and better and once you get you know uh, once you can compare yourself in an objective manner with other people and you kind of realize you're better than the vast majority of them that's when you get a lot of meaning out of it and you know uh, then you can keep working and you'll find a lot more motivation a lot more drive to to work towards improvement and that's the thing you know because we often believe and we're mistaken that we have to find something that is absolutely perfect something that we love to do day in and day out and that that's not true there's downsides and there are always certain aspects of what we have to do that we we have to do them even if we don't like them and we have to acknowledge certain aspects uh, and you know we're never gonna love them and you know your idea would be to write and no one would pay you to write because you have to market a book you have to write a book that people want to read and that's one aspect and that you have to consider so no matter what you know like if if your uh, passion is uh, working out you will find that you will reach a certain level when working out no longer motivates you that much and then you have a choice you have to teach other people you have to share your knowledge or you somehow try to create some sort of derivative work whether it's a supplement company or whatever but you have to create derivative work and you have to constantly improve and constantly work towards developing new skills that can help you when you pursue your passion and some of those skills you won't love but you will have to learn them 
because like I said, the ultimate goal is to become so good they can't ignore you. And this means, you know, social skills. Other people don't don't work on their social skills and they don't play well with others. And that's an important part if you want to become so, so successful that you can derive a lot of meaning, that pleasure no longer becomes important. Pleasure in the job becomes irrelevant. Because I know that there's that, that terrible cliche, you know, pleasure in the job puts perfection in the work. And uh, it's just uh, awful. It makes a lot of sense. It's, and that's the thing about cliches. They become so popular because they make a lot of sense, but they don't provide actionable steps. And I'm kind of changing my perspective around that topic. Uh, recently, I'm trying to, uh, to add real value, not just the illusion of value. And you'll notice this, this change in, in a lot of my content, especially in the content that I, I share on, on Dr. Blogging. And because of that, I, I'm becoming uh, hypersensitive to the types of cliches and life hacks and personal development advice that sounds smart and seems like it's going to change your life for the better, but it does nothing. And if you try to apply those principles, they end up being quite counterproductive and they might even ruin your day, you know, because that's what happens if you try to find something you love to do over and over again, no matter what, you won't find it. There isn't a thing in this universe, no matter who you are. I don't have to know you because even the people who do the same thing for 25, 40 years, all their lives, they do just one thing, they're really good at it. They will tell you that there are moments when they hate it, there are moments of doubt, there are moments of frustration, there are uh, derivative skills and uh, an entirely different skill set that you have to develop and you have to work on yourself in order to reach higher levels of success. And they will tell you that it's not about the pleasure, it's not about the joy, it's mostly about the routine and the habits you develop, but it's also about the meaning you derive from the work that you do. And part of that meaning, you know, comes from the respect and admiration of other people, comes from earning money. And that's what makes the difference. And a lot of people are oblivious to this. And a lot of people, I, I think, especially, you know, people who are 20 something, 40 years, millennials, they are constantly pursuing a passion that's supposed to be effortless and that's supposed to bring them pleasure on a consistent basis, on a daily basis. And it's not true. It never is, you know. Even even if you go uh, at it from all the right angles and, and, and let's, I, I suppose it's kind of ridiculous, but let's suppose, hypothetically speaking, that you actually have the perfect mindset for this, somehow. I, I find that almost no one ever does, but let's say you have the perfect mindset for this. What I mean by this is that you understand the importance of thinking like a beginner and you understand the importance of, uh, you know, having a beginner mindset. So you're constantly working towards improvement and constantly working towards becoming better than you were yesterday. You're not trying to compete with other people. You are aware of your ranking, so to speak, and how, how and you kind of compare yourself objectively with other people. but you don't attach emotions to that and it's not that important important is what what really matters is that you progress uh, and you become better than you were yesterday 
And even if you, you approach it like that, and even if you understand the importance of developing a habit or developing a routine and you work towards the routine, you will have to force yourself at one point or another. Even if you, you, uh, because the thing is that in the beginning we, we have this, uh, you know, we have a lot of enthusiasm for what we do because it's something new and, and we, we get a lot of, you know, that dopamine hit. And because of that, you could, and because if you were aware of that, you could put a lot of time and a lot of effort early on so you develop a habit and, and you really, really improve a lot and spend the first couple of months working on that exclusively in an ideal world, so to speak. And uh, still, you'd, you'd reach a certain point where you have to do something you hate doing no matter what. You know? So maybe most times I think it's right there in, in the beginning when, when you don't find the motivation and you don't have the, the drive and you have to force yourself. That's the very definition of discipline. And at the same time, you have to be, become keenly aware of this one fact that whatever it is that we're doing is a stimulus. So it changes in time. It's not the same. And, you know, just like, like people who have an addiction to a substance of sorts, you have, you have to increase the dosage. So, and you reach a certain point where, where you can't do more, you know, rather than I can spend 24 hours a day writing and I'm going to creatively burn out. So there is no, no way to approach this. And then it becomes a balancing act. And that's the frustrating part because it has to become a balancing act. And the moment you become aware that your passion is actually you doing this sort of balancing act and trying to figure out what skills you need, what derivative work you have to do and all sorts of aspects that you have to take into consideration, you know, the marketing side of, of your uh, passion or trying to monetize your passion and having to work with other people, social skills and so on and so forth. That's when you kind of lose a lot of motivation, a lot of drive. And that's when, when most people give up. Most people give up the moment they realize that they can't do what they love to do uh, all day long. And even if they were able to do that, they'll end up hating it. It's the moment when you, when you're faced with reality and you understand that the reality you are faced with is something that you kind of hate and you don't want to accept. And most people don't want to accept that reality and they will never ever develop a passion, a true passion. They never pursue it and they never reach the highest level possible and they won't ever, ever derive enough meaning from their work so that it doesn't really matter if they love it or not, if they can derive any pleasure at all from the work they do. Because like I said, it's a very, it's truly counterproductive. Honestly, it's truly counterproductive. And it's one of the topics that I, I wrote about and one of the topics that I've always been kind of, uh, you know, shocked really because a lot of people tell me I'm, I'm lucky because I do what I love and most often than not I depending on my mood I often tell them that uh, they'd fail and they'd quit no matter what if they were in my position even if they had a sort of 
natural inclination, so to speak. I don't believe in in talent. So let's say they had they had an inclination or desire to write, they'd hate all the other aspects because they don't have the emotional fortitude, and that's what what is required in order to become successful and derive meaning. You have to develop emotional fortitude, and you can only develop emotional fortitude if you go through stuff that you know pretty much hurts. That's the meaning of passion, suffering, and passion comes from the same Latin word as patience, and it's a different kind of, of suffering. You know, it requires a lot of work done over a long period of time without seeing any results at all. And you have to do that over and over again, even when you hate it, even when you don't want to do it, until you become so good they can't ignore you, until you become so good that you can derive meaning from your work. And the moment you can do that, when you do something that's meaningful, you know, to paraphrase uh, Viktor Frankl, if you have a strong enough why, you can withstand any how. So then it doesn't really matter how much time you spend working and what other skills you have to develop, because uh, simply put, the ends justify the means. So you're going to do whatever it takes because you can derive meaning and you understand your why and you understand why you're doing what you're doing and why it's important to you. So, uh, yeah. That's it for today's episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.